Hey everybody, you're listening to a brand new episode of Saul's Life with me, your host Saul. And I like to continue in the tradition of bringing you nothing but the most prestigious and finest guests that Orlando could offer. And uh, today's guest is uh, nothing short of that. His name is Doug Gabriel. You might know him as a former UCF uh, wideout, also a former NFL uh, professional wide receiver, played eight seasons in the NFL uh, with the Raiders the uh, Pats, and uh, back with the Raiders, and a, sh- and a small stint with the Bengals as well. So I'm super excited to bring him to you, bring him on the show today. Uh, I, it, it's been a minute since um, since I've kind of just interviewed anybody like this. I, uh, I hate like kind of asking my friends for favors like this, but um, we both have nothing better to do right now, and I figured now would be a great time. There's this uh, list that just came out. It's uh, they're going down. They're counting down the top 100 UCF Knights, um, um, the men's, um, and it's a list here. I want to say by, oh my goodness, I was just, I'm looking at it right now, and it is, who are they? oh from Black and Gold Banneret. So that's who they are. So shout out to Black and Gold Banneret for providing this list. Um, but I just had a couple things that I wanted to ask my man Doug. Because uh, he is number uh, 57 on this, tied 57 with uh, Ryan Schneider. So we'll get Doug on here. We'll talk to him a little bit about uh, his NFL career, what he's doing now, and um, just kind of where he thinks uh, UCF is might, maybe headed, and also this list. So stick around. I got Doug Gabriel with me coming up next. You're listening to Saul's Life. Oh, and I'd like to welcome everybody to uh, Back to Saul's Life here and uh, welcome my illustrious and prestigious guest, my main man, Doug Gabriel's in the building. Big Dougie, what's up, man? What's going on, brother? Oh, my goodness. Um, first off, I mean, not much, but first off, I, I just want to tell you, uh, like, I, thank you for your time, man. I appreciate this so much. And uh it's uh like it really is an honor like having you just kind of talk shop, talk football, cause like you're a freaking pro. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. No, so like I mean it's you know it re- it really is like amazing having you on here. Um, I I, I kind of did a little intro at the beginning of uh, of this uh, recording, um, kind of letting them kind of letting the audience know you know which direction we're gonna take this uh, this interview in, um, cause the the main thing. And uh, that I saw and, and, and I saw it before, you know, before I saw your post, but um, I guess these guys got a got a list out and it's uh, like the top 100 uh, uh, nights, like the top 100 athletes, male athletes that they have going on. Um, I want to make sure I get their name right because they're uh, black and gold uh, banneret. So I guess they're like a podcast or a like a paper out there. Have you heard of them at all before? Oh, I haven't heard of it. You say they're like a podcast that did this whole top 100? Yeah, that's what, that's what it's looking like to me. I, I was I was looking it up today and um I was trying to figure out who who you know who made this list. Like, <laughs> like Yeah, who, they all need to get fired for that list. You, <laughs> okay. So that's what so I I woke up and I saw this and um I I got to get this out here like disclaimer um I I I w- I was never a big UCF fan, you know. Um, 
kind of growing up or anything like that. It just, it, it wasn't, it, it wasn't like one of those big uh, Florida, like power schools that they like to say, you know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of, kind of back then um, in the, in the, in the mid nineties, you know, uh, early, even early two thousands. But um, y- you knew when good players came out of that school, you know, and, and, and you just kind of how you hear, how you hear about uh, like, I'll use Shannon Sharp as an example. Cause I think he went to like Valdosta state or something like that. Um, you know, it's just small school, but you know, like these guys are good and, and, and they're going to make a name for themselves. You're going to hear about them. And you were one of those names that I remember hearing like, yo, this kid from UCF, you know, Dr. Phillips, he went to Dr. Phillips and UCF and, uh, you know, he's, he's putting up numbers, man. He's, he's, he's going to go pro. And I just kept thinking, all right, this guy, this guy's the guy to watch now with that, with that being said, all right. I look at this list, and they got you at number fifty-seven. Tied fifty-seven, <laughs> and I'm tied with somebody who was kicked out of school. <laughs> so that's more of a slap in my face than anything in the world. So at the end of the day, it's like, you know, uh, I still have to sit here and be the person I am, and you know. But man, that will kind of light a fire up on me to where it's like, man, I need to find out who did this and need to go have a little discussion with him. So I, I, I'll tell you this. I can't I can't name 50 other UCF athletes. You, you know what I mean? That just period that, that, that yeah. I could imagine that they would want to that they would even want to put in front of you first off. And um just in I'm general. just waiting. I'm just waiting on the whole list to come out because if I see something, I'm gonna really like speak my piece because if the people who knows me knows I'm not gonna hold, you know, bite my tongue or whatever, especially when it's like a slap in my face. You know what well, I mean? Don't, yeah, don't feel like you got to do that here because it's just it's just us. You know what I mean? Like, so, so you could you know feel free to to say whatever you want. I got your back. Um, but yeah, I guess it's just this podcast. These guys, black and gold banneret. And um, I'll look into them more because I didn't know. I thought the whole list was out, but I guess they're just releasing chunks of it, like 10 at a time. Um, yeah, it's but, like the 50 to or whatever. I'm like, and then I get an email about it. And I'm like, and was saying, hey, you need to look at this because. You, you got, got an email about it? Yeah, you might be a little upset about it. I'm like, <laughs> so, I'm like what uh, is this? You know what I mean? So. um. I'm looking. They got they got Shaquille Griffin at 52, and um, Shaquille Griffin. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, they got him at 52. His brother, I, I haven't seen on here unless he's he's up early, you know, earlier. Um, but the only other people, you know, th- that I can think of, I, and and I remember especially, you know, in those early 2000s, you know, it was Doug Gabriel, it was Asante Samuel, those two names out of UCF were were huge. Um, and obviously, you know, both of y'all made it to the pros and, you know, had respective careers, you know, I, I mean, give me, and funny enough, you both actually played for the Pats. Um, did you guys play at the same time? At UCF? Or at the Pats when, when you guys. Yes, we, the we was on the same team. Yeah, we was on the same team. Okay. See, so that, that's, that's fucking cool right there. Um, but you know, we got you, we got Asante Samuel. I can think of, uh, Dante Culpepper, you know, before, um, 
Let me see. I'm trying to think. Kevin Smith. Yeah. You know that the running back came out of there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Joe Burrow. Brendan Marshall. Yeah. Um, oh, they. Oh, yeah. They had Joe. They had Brandon. They had uh, Mike Walker. Yeah, Mike Walker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mike Sims Walker. Um. Uh, they had a lot of they had a lot of kids, but I'm just like I'm looking but, at. Them. But but that's I'm what that, that's like. 10, if they right? got any basketball players in front of me, I'm gonna be toe up with that because no no rest basketball programs suck. <laughs> uh, let's be honest with you. And, like I listen. I so, love, well, all right. I tell me, tell me. School. I love UCF, and it's all you know. I'm all black and gold, but come on, man. Like <laughs> well, they don't understand <laughs> stuff they do can really offend most people. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, what I what I was going to say is the, the names that I named, you know, that, that was like 10, you know, what, 8, 10 players that I named, including you. And, you know, that's it. That's like top 10. You, you should be top 10. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah uh, Saab Burley. Saab Burley was real good, but he was like in 97, 98, like around that time, him and Charles Lee. Yeah, but it's pretty, mean, it's pretty good and stuff like that. So, I mean, I'm talking about, and if you don't mind, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm gonna go over these, you know, the, these numbers that are that were ridiculous for the time that you played there, because um, your second year there, you finished the year with uh, 1,200 yards, 1,237 yards, 12 total touchdowns because you had one rushing, 11 receiving, 75 receptions, my guy. And I'm talking about the jump you made from the first year you were there, you know, 600-something yards that you had to, you know, over double that is, is insane. The fact that you held that record for so long. I mean, how long did you hold the, uh, like, like, like the most uh, all-time receiving uh, yards in one season record? That, that was like 17 yeah. years. I'm trying to think. Yeah, 17 years. You held that single-season record for 17 years. Yeah, ten years, and you know, Gabe just broke it this past season. He's a you know good, good young man and stuff like that. And yeah, you know, absolutely, all success with what he's got going on. But it was like, you know, it took me two years to accomplish something that most people didn't accomplish mm-hmm. in four years. Yep, and it's not throwing name or shade at anyone on that magnitude, but it's like, come on, bro, like. Some respect got to be put out there. Some <laughs> respect got to be put out there. And this whole little group is doing whatever they're doing, just trying to get some kind of clout, some kind of name. You know, they need to go ahead and kind of get banned for even speaking about yeah. <laughs> just, Just not even allowed to be – just take away yeah. the microphone rights. Just take everything away. But, you know, we're in this world where it's freedom of speech. Yeah, I feel you on that. I feel you on that, and and we might we might get into that a little bit later too, you know, because I mean it's just we 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 can't escape it right now in, in what's happening today. Um, but before we get into all that, um, there were a couple things that I, I kind of just wanted to ask you real quick. Just kind of um, number one, you know, as as a as a friend, and number two, as a fan as well, because um, I met you, uh, I met you through Trent. Um, but how how do you know Trent? Like how did how did how is like how, how did that all that whole thing happen? Because I, I, I met I met Trent through Greg and through work. And shout out to Trent by the way, Trent Shelton. He's the man. Love that guy and his 
sweet tooth. But how, yeah, how did, how did that on, I'm still stuff. waiting to go fishing with that guy, too. Oh, bro. Like, I'm, like, I got a lake behind the house, man. Y'all are, he's already been here. I'm bro, waiting he for called you me every time, like two minutes when he's about to hit the lake. I'm like, hey, I'm about to go fish. I'm like, all right, well, give me 30 minutes. Like, I'm already here. I'm like, bro, come on, really? <laughs> it sounds like Trent. But um yeah, how'd you guys meet, man? How did how did I that whole thing happen? When you know I started training people and I was training his brother and his brother's wife at the time. And we we started talking and he was like, Well, my brother's trying to go to UCF and stuff like that. And I started training his brother, his sister. It's like I about to train the whole family. And it got it got to a point where it's like, man, we just, you know, it got so you know got to know them on a you know more personal level you know what i mean yeah so we just never stopped hanging out and as you know today like man you know we call ourselves what the wolf pack yeah that's right <laughs> i saw that picture you posted yeah yeah um yeah no man i'm 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 super happy for all that because if it wasn't for you meeting trent i mean i would have never met you and um it's funny because i hear all these funny stories about you guys running uh, running that rec gym over there, running the courts. Oh, man, we were killing people, man. We were killing people, bro. So, all right. So, so you know, with that being said, you know, you guys are playing ball out there. Um, did you did did you ever think you wanted to just stop playing football and, and play basketball instead? You know like, what? was football your favorite sport? No, uh, no, it was it was actually uh, basketball, but it was it was at a point where you know I was told that. Well, if you're not six five, between six five and six eight, you're not gonna really get looked in basketball and stuff like that. And being six three, it was like, Well, you know what? I can be a giant on the football field. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's what all that came up, but I love basketball. I mean, I, I think you're a giant in regular life. Cause um I know we were out um probably a couple months ago and I was trying to <laughs> was I was like trying to back you down? Yeah, you was trying, and it wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was like, yeah, I put this post on you, brother. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I told I'll, I'll be hundred percent honest, man. That you know, so the, just the difference of of the, of the level of strength that a professional athlete has, even if he's retired. To, to just an average person, you know, like me who, who thinks he works out regularly, but not really, you know, even even if somebody that works out regularly, bro, that the it, it you're solid. I mean, it was like you're immovable. Man, I you know what I tell people and, all the time, if I had the knowledge I got now when I was playing, oh my God. Listen. Like because I know yeah. how to I know how my body is now compared to when I was just going off like God given talent. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, I I was looking at uh, some of the highlights, some of your older highlights um, earlier today, and you, I mean, you want to talk about God-given talent for real? Um, I'll talk about how fast you, you you just hit the slant route that I saw, and you caught a bomb from Collins, from Kerry Collins when you were with the Raiders, and then another one when you caught a fifty-eight yard bomb from Rich Gannon. You were playing the Steelers. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, yeah, I remember that because that's when. Uh, Palomalu jumped uh, the end cut, and we did a double move. Bro, you you flew. So all I kept thinking about was like, man, Doug was fast, like you know, fast 
from what from from everything I'm seeing, every you know when, when you caught it, you were gone. That's it. If if you if you got an alley, you were gone. And you know to to think now, like how, would you you know would you still be like that burner in today's game? You think, or were you more like a possession receiver? No, you know I, mean? um, or, I was more of a deep threat type of receiver and stuff like that. So back then. If you look with with everybody now, you look at receivers now. They they want receivers over six feet tall, and they had speed like I had and stuff like that. But back then, they didn't want receivers to be so tall and over two hundred pounds. Back then, they want you to be probably like five ten, one hundred and seventy five, eighty pounds. Ooh, that's tiny. That's like that's super small. Listen, you know it was a whole lot of schools that didn't want me to play because play receiver. They want me to play safety because of my height. Really? Did you ever yeah. try playing safety? Um, Would I have to play safety? I don't know. I just I just felt like I'm, I'm an entertainer. I love entertaining. I felt like you can entertain more when you're on the offensive side of the ball. You know what I mean? You can make Bro, it. You can... I'm, I'm just in shock. You know, I don't mean to cut you off, but I'm just in shock because you know, to, to hear you talk about, you know, your game, the way you played, it's like ju- just the fact that you had that much talent where you could just be like, yeah, they wanted me to play safety, but I'm going to attain this so I could be a wide receiver. I'm like, how could – I can't even imagine that. You know what I mean? I'd be lucky enough – anybody would be lucky enough to just be, you know, told they could play one position, let alone excel like you did at the wide receiver position, you know, where it's like – I mean, it's it's flooded with talent. It is, it is, it is. It's just the fact that, you know, you had to be, for me, changing positions like that, just you had to be dedicated and really more so just trying to, you know, prove people wrong at, at that point because, you know, because we were, we was tall and over 200 pounds, that don't mean we can't run, we can't catch, and we can't make stuff happen, you know what I mean? Yeah, man, well, you definitely make stuff happen. Man, look, um, look at some transition now. Compared to back then, I mean, all the receivers now. Look at them. They so boy. They what six four? Yeah. If oh, you want you want everyone's looking for Randy Moss. Type. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. Everyone's looking for that, like like the big, just long strides, big hands. Um, what? And before I get distracted, because I, I mean, I, I just wrote down a bunch of stuff here that I just wanted to ask you because I got mad excited when you said, yeah, I could just ask you questions. <laughs> so I was like, all right, let me, let me, let me ask Doug, you know, which stuff I want to ask. Um, like what, what made you, what made you come to UCF? Uh, uh, well, you know, um, the whole fact that they gave me an opportunity to play receiver, you know, um, people don't really know that I actually uh, committed to the University of Miami. And when they took the scholarship away when they got put on probation and stuff like that. I went to junior college and I was going to sign with uh, Florida state, but Florida state wanted me to play safety and I didn't want to play safety. I just wanted to play receiver. I just felt like I had a better opportunity to make it playing receiver than me playing safety. Oh, wow. So Miami and Florida state might've been the other schools that were kind of around. Would have been other schools. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's crazy. Um, you played uh, when, because I, I I I was looking online. I know UCF. I guess it changed conferences. They were like an independent conference one season. We was independent my first year, and my second year we went into the MAC. That's right. 
And um, that year, I was looking, and one name popped out to me, and it was Byron Leftwich from Marshall. You guys played Marshall. Byron Leftwich, yeah. We played him. The game we played them where they carried this guy up and down the field. That was the one? Yeah, man, listen, it was. Hold on, hold on. Where he broke, where he had like the broken ankle or? or yeah, the they was like kind of carrying this guy up and down the field and all. It was, it was just, you know, amazing. But to see him play and stuff like that was like, man, this guy had a great arm, yeah, a great sense of the game. It was like, man. See, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like, you saw the cannon on him. Yeah. Was it was it as real as every – I mean, it look, was. It the closest was. thing I got to it was, you know, me playing Madden in college. No. You know was. what I mean? On my PS2. It and it's like, okay, you, like, you draft him because, you know, arm strength is like 98 or whatever it was. It was, man. Like, it was because it was like when we played – when I was at the Raiders, we played uh, the Vikings. And when Randy got on the field the year before he came to us, he got on the field. It was like, man, I got to watch this guy play because me and him had the same, you know, aging and stuff like that. But it was mm-hmm. like, man, just to see him perform in person like that was just crazy. You know what I mean? It was like, man, it was it was just, you know, where defenses just created new – they was creating new coverages just because of him. <laughs> I um you know who 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 was like that first uh that first uh big big player I guess that you saw you know like the the, the or, or what was that first moment for you I guess you know when you made it to the NFL or that made you realize like oh shit I'm here like oh first player it was two of them it was Jerry Rice and Tim Brown my locker was right next to theirs oh my goodness so- and at that time we didn't have all this technology and I had my little camera, and I had to wind that sucker up and be taking pictures. <laughs> I take pictures. It was like, hey, Rook, what you doing? I'm like, uh, taking a picture. It's like, uh, you know you make the team. I was like, yeah, but people ain't going to believe this. Yeah. <laughs> people ain't going to believe this. Because you got to think about it. I was raised up on Jerry and Tim Brown. You know, so, yeah, I mean, was, was that your favorite football. player? They they was my favorite player, but crazy enough, my favorite player was Mark Dubin, and Mark Clayton from the Dolphins. Remember them? <laughs> yes, because I was I'm a, from Miami, so they was like the the, the man back then. With him, them two, and Dan Marino it was like man. But you always hear Jerry Rice's name all the time, bro. It was like for twenty years, Jerry Rice's name was always in discussion of a lot. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, oh yeah. And He's the play, best. Play with him for two seasons. Him and Tim Brown was like. I was like a dream come true. And then, you know, it was crazy. My brother came to visit me and, you know, my brother's a San Francisco fan and he sat there and he hugged Jerry Rice to the point where Jerry almost had to call his, like, security on him. <laughs> no, for real? Oh, yeah. 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 I told my brother, man, you're embarrassing me. I got to go in the locker with him tomorrow. I got to go in the locker room with him tomorrow, man. You do what you're doing, bro. <laughs> <laughs> did, did they? Did he say anything or not? Yeah, really? he said something. Oh man! <laughs> oh, oh! But you, you get that though, man. You get that because you know most people think these guys are untouchable and stuff like that. But it, we, we're all human, man. It just you know, you know, at times we just want to be relaxed and chill. They don't mind, you know, your mind signing autographs and stuff like that. But you know, like you would when you're at your family house or stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, 
who was uh like what what was the first big hit you had like you know when somebody just kind of just you know kind kind of nailed you out just leveled you out maybe was there you know you know what? I don't think I I'm, I never had one of them but uh, we used to play in Tampa and Derek Brooks hit me and he was mic'd up you hear you hear him talking you know smack about <laughs> yeah young buck I keep telling you come on across here again and <laughs> I said something that you know you most likely don't want to hear it's like man. You know, get your butt off me. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, he was like the only one that I really took a nice hit with. Oh, I, I don't even want to imagine that. He's a giant. I can't even imagine. I mean, but, you know, you're, you're like 6'3". I mean, how tall was he? He's probably about the same height, isn't he? No, Derek Brooks was not that tall, bro. He was maybe like six feet, six one. Really? Yeah, he probably wearing the same much as me at that time. Because, you know, he wasn't that big. He wasn't, like, 250. So let's not get that twisted. He wasn't – he was more like a a, um, a a strong safety type player. But he played linebacker, and he played it to the highest level. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, of course, man. He gave um, you everything. And, you know, he going sideline to sideline. So – but he wasn't like – he wasn't like Ray Lewis thick. Yeah. So who 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 who's the biggest guy in the NFL you saw that you played against? What do you mean biggest guy? Like I mean, like biggest? Not I. I mean, because linemen are big, you know, D linemen are. But I mean, like who is? I, I guess maybe like a safety that gave you the most trouble, or 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 a DB that kind of kind of. Oh, gave uh, you... you know what? We played the Redskins, and I remember I did a double move, and Sean Taylor was coming across. I'm saying to myself, man, I'm seeing. We don't watch film on this kid, and this kid was out here killing people. Yeah. I'm like, man, this ball better get down quick or he gonna knock me out. <laughs> and I caught the ball and he and he hit me on my legs and he, he was sucker was trying to turn he was trying to turn my ankles, man. <laughs> so but it was like, you know, everybody trying to one up, but yeah, he was long though, bro. He was man, he in uniform that cat looked like he was almost six eight, brother. Jeez he Louise. Just long. R.I.P. to Sean Taylor, though, for real, man. He, uh, he, he, yeah, he was, man, he, he did, he was a true free safety. He would roam and he would try to tear your head off. Every, uh, every interview I ever hear with any, uh, any former NFL player that played against him, they say he was like the scariest guy to play against. He was. Like, he, he really was. He, he, was, he was like, you know, if he's getting the opportunity, he's going to take it. He's going to take the opportunity. He's going to try to tear your helmet off. And at the end of the game, he's going to speak. And it's like nothing happened, never happened. Is that, is, that, is that how a lot of guys are? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's that mindset of doing the game, you know, in between them lines, you, ain't got, you don't have any friends. You don't have but any friends. But uh, as soon as it's over, it's, it's, it's a different it's story. Over, brother. It was a – yeah, it was like, man, you want to go get something to eat? Like, no. <laughs> We might have to square up. <laughs> um, I, uh, I I couldn't help but look at a couple games, um, like during your college career that stood out to me. Um, first, it was that Syracuse game where you had twelve receptions for two hundred and six yards. I mean, how, how does something like that feel? You know what I mean? You know, like, that, you know, it's crazy. I broke the record that game for. Yeah. 
for the most yards and like the most touchdowns. I think I had like five touchdowns that game. One was a rushing touchdown. And it was just, man, all I know is I had a great game. And we, and the crazy thing is we lost that game. Yeah. We, we were winning. They came back and beat us. And I promise you, I had no – I was done. I had no energy. I feel like they needed to come get me, wheel me off, and hook me up to IVs, brother. I was done. Jeez. That game, there's another game, the Ohio game, where you have four touchdowns. Oh, my – it was uh, Ohio University. Yeah, Ohio University. Oh, yeah, that was – yeah, that was we, – we call that AKA stat game. <laughs> everything worked in that game. Everything worked that game. I took it – I took a screen – all the way to like, to like I don't know how many yards. Uh, I read like a post. I read like a dig. Oh yeah, it was like, man, I can remember all of, all the routes I did. And it was like, man, I was like, I wish every game would happen like that. Yeah, <laughs> that's a video game. That's like that's those are video exactly. game numbers right there, exactly. man. It's like a Madden. Working. Yeah, how good is your Madden game, by the way? Trent says it's good. Trent says that you're really good at Madden. You know, my Madden game is is pretty decent. That's pretty decent. I mean, I think they just when you're playing, and most people think too much. For me, I can see even in in a game, if you played this game, you already know what people's gonna try to do. But, <laughs> yeah, so it was you know it was you know I got a good Madden game. My son, All right, I'm, I'm, we're gonna find out. We're gonna find out because I'm, I'm gonna set it up. Yeah, you do that. I I, uh, I I got an Xbox. I don't know if you play with the Xbox or PS uh, PS4. I got both. All right, perfect. All right, perfect. Um, real quick, man. I and I asked you this before uh, we got on we got on this interview. Um, but uh, it's not every day you get to talk to somebody that uh that ran back a, a, a kickoff return. My, I mean, 85 yards against the Chargers. Do you see like? Do you remember plays like this? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I remember playing because that that hit. I hit an escalate that play. What do you? <laughs> you what? I hit an escalate that contract. Oh, yes, sir. I sure did. I sure did. That was it. Was crazy. It was crazy because I needed one return over like twenty yards that game, and it was crazy. On oh man, I don't know if I could tell that story, but yeah, it was. What do you? You can tell the story. You're done. You're done. Tell the story. Man, it it was story. a story to where you, you, you would think it was like some of a TV episode. You know, <laughs> guys, guys getting suspended <laughs> for that game. Uh, guys not being able to dress that game because of certain situations with contract disputes. Um, and some they tell a meme about, hey, you know, because I had. You know, I you know I have my shoulder because I messed up my AC joint and my shoulder was killing me, and I was like a game time decision, and my agent called me. He was like, "Hey, you know, if you get a return that you hit one of your escalades, and you know it's gonna be boost up the contract." I'm like, you know, oh okay. I was like, well, you know, what I need to do, you know, cortisone shot, give me a pill or something. I'm gonna play this game. Yeah, <laughs> you know. And you know we get there, we punt, and the thing is, man. And to be honest with you, when that ball kicked off, brother, it was like everything was slow. All I remember is catching the ball, starting for like going forward and breaking to my right, and the guy literally was laying down. And I remember hopping over him 
Like literally, <laughs> if if you ever can find the clip, it literally looked like I just like looked like I stopped and hopped over him <laughs> and took off running. And all I remember when I took off running, I got past maybe like 30 yards. I was like, yeah, I hit the escalator. And all of a sudden I'm like, they really ain't gonna catch me. Oh, I'm gonna keep running. <laughs> I'm gonna just keep running. <laughs> and by the time I got to the end zone, it was like, my God. That was like, yeah. I I saw the I saw the I saw the clip. I know exactly what you're talking about. It, oh, I mean, when I stick that ball out, man, it was like, this guy is this real? Boy, I'm in the end zone right now. <laughs> I'm in the end zone. Like, man, I do a lot of practice, but I did this in the game. Man, how loud was it? I mean, do you hear how loud? Man, it was so loud because we had it was in San Diego, and it was like a home game for us because Raiders fans come all over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They travel well. They travel very well, even to the point when we played Atlanta, we traveled very well. And I was telling a friend of mine that I got kicked out of a Hooters because <laughs> I started disturbance. <laughs> what? Yeah, I, I got kicked out of Hooters, man, for quote-unquote starting disturbance because... In Atlanta? In Atlanta, because the Raiders fans were there, and they set me up, like, top and away from the Raiders fans, and the Raiders fans was upset that they did that. And they <laughs> that restaurant up. I mean, that's it, it, if anything, man. That that's probably like one of the best teams to probably come up in. You know what? You know, you mentioned me with playing with uh, New England and stuff like that. Like, I, New England is a great organization and stuff like that, and they hop on winning and stuff like that. But with the Raiders, the Raiders, you know, it was like you know, commit to excellence. And it was more so like commit to your family. Once a Raider, always a Raider. That's that thing's on live. It holds true. It holds true. And from God rest his soul, Mr. Al Davis, and now Mark Davis, man, listen. That whole saying is hold true. Like if I ever need anything or have questions or anything, all I gotta do is put in a call, and you know they will try to make it happen. Man, that's really good to hear. I, uh, I mean, you know, from the outside looking in, a lot of the time, all you hear are like, you know, that it's just a business. It's just a business, and I, I get it. You know, I, it it is. You know, it's a business. Especially the older I got, you know, and the more you realize how things work. Um, but to hear you say that, you know, you could still all you got to do is just kind of call, you know, pick up that phone or whatever, and um, and they still got your back. That's insane. Like yeah. that, 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 that's crazy for, for an NFL team to do that. Yeah, not every organization is the same, but with Raiders, they they hold true to everything. When I say everything, brother, everything. If you needed anything, anything, they was always there to to help you. And Man. I have yet to met a Raider, a former Raider who said anything negative. Like every year they invite all former players back to camp so we can sit and, you know, just have that camaraderie with the whole family thing, man. It's just, it's amazing. You know, just to be a part of it and helping out doing it, it's like amazing, brother. Hmm, that's awesome, man. I uh, I got to shout out my boy uh, Ryan Fox because he's a big Raiders fan all his life. As far I mean, this guy is like probably one of the biggest Raiders fans I ever met. Um, I'm a Jet fan. Um we're sorry for that. I apologize for that. 
Yeah, no, you know, it's, it, it is what it is. But uh, you're making a big case for me to just kind of want to give up and just be a Raider fan regardless, especially with that new stadium they got out there. Please tell me you're going to go check that out. My God, you better <laughs> hope I'm, I don't go to every game. I promise you. Like, it's like I've talked to a lot of former teammates. It's like, man, we need to set something up and we all just need to go. Because trust me, I'm I'm there for a few games. Yeah, bro. I got I got to figure it out. I know my boy Fox, uh, the kid I was just talking about, he's already trying to plan trips himself and a couple of the guys. So we'll figure it out. But uh, it's going to be wild, even even if it's just for the Pro Bowl, because I just heard they just announced a Pro Bowl is going to be there. 2021? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be over there. Um, bro, what was – and this will probably be the last question I, I'll ask you about. Uh, well, first – you know, UCF, your, your your most memorable game, what, what would you say it was? Probably that Ohio game? Uh, you know what? I don't, I don't really know which one. I think all of it was memorable because, one, I was playing in front of my hometown crowd, and it was like just to play here and look up in the stands and see my family and them here, and if I score a touchdown and just to be able to celebrate with them and have that was just amazing. You know, that's the reason why – that's one of the reasons why I was happy I did go to UCF. You know, yeah. so, like, a memorable game, oh, man, you know, it was just – God, I don't know, brother. I don't know. I mean, I made you know, <laughs> made ESPN uh, the top ten, number one, when we Syracuse. When we was up in Syracuse, going into halftime, it was a hail mary, and I jumped up and snatched the ball. Yeah, <laughs> and then I and I looked back at it, and then Brett Perriman did the same thing. <laughs> so that was like, oh, hmm. and he also had the same number. So that number, yeah, number, he did very, very great number. That is that is a good number. Um, what about in the NFL? I mean, you know, you you caught you caught a you caught touchdowns from Tom Brady. You caught. Touchdowns from Kerry Collins. You caught him from Rich Gannon. Listen, Rich Gannon was a good QB. I don't know if people realize how good this guy was, uh, you know, once he caught his stride. But, uh, you know, what what would you say maybe was your, your most memorable uh, play or catch or, 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 or touchdown or whatever, you know what I mean, in the NFL? Oh, man. Um, what, uh, well, we played Tennessee. Remember we played Tennessee. That was a pretty good yeah, game. That's a good one. It was the I'm gonna hate to do this to you, but it was the Giants game. It's all good. <laughs> it was a it was a Giants game, and we played them in uh, in Oakland, and it was like, man, I was having a great game, and then we was driving down, and we needed a score, and then I had to show them how to do, you know, how to make sure I keep both foot in, and I throw the touchdown. I had to show them how to do it. And then you hear, hear them talking about on yes, man. It's great. That was a perfect catch. All yep. technique. Great guy. <laughs> um, bro, I, I'm not gonna lie, man. I could, I could ask you questions about your career all day and hear you talk about it nonstop. Um, but I know people might just get bored about it. Um, while I got you though, I want to ask you a couple more things real quick. Um, just, you know, do you, do you keep, do you keep up with today's game at all? Just the college game and, and, and the pros? I, I, I do. I do. Um, I mean, I keep up with, you know, 
man, all you know, all levels, high school, college, NFL. You know, I keep up with all of it. And um, obviously, you saw what happened with a uh, what's his name, uh, Oklahoma State's uh, head coach. Jesus, is it Gundy? Mike Gundy? Is that his name? Mm, Oklahoma State. Yeah, Oklahoma State's head coach. Man, I can't believe I'm forgetting this now. I have this all all out here. But um, I don't know if you saw, like, you know, because obviously, like, all, all these protests are happening. You know, we, we can't turn a blind eye to that. The whole George Floyd, you know, incident is ridiculous. Um, but we're starting to see it kind of, um, you know, just spill over into sports. You know, like, a lot of people like to say, you know, sports and politics don't mix, but I, I mean, they do. I, I feel like, the, do you, I mean, do you think, is, is there like a clear line where you could just be like, nah, sports is sports and like politics is politics or? Well, I, I feel like um, sports is, it, it helps with the whole thing because man, you, we, we need it. We need it because when, when, you have this whole thing going on with sports. People don't really pay attention to so much of uh, racism. You know what I mean? So, like, like they, they, with everything going on, it's like most most people are out to a whole lot of things. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because like, I, I mean, I love I love the game, and I'm always love the game. I just feel like. When it comes down to politics, kind of, kind of stay away from all that. Yeah, I hear you. Um, I mean, you know, everybody's entitled to their own opinion. Everybody's entitled to, you know, to their own politics, how they deal with it as well. Um, I don't know if you had to deal with too much of that, you know, coming up or anything like that. What what I was kind of referencing to was that the the head coach over there at Oklahoma State, you know, this picture came up. And, you know, this is another thing. Let me point out, you didn't, you know, your time or in our time, even when we were, you know, when I was in college and everything around the same time or at the same time, actually, um, like we didn't have social media. You know, we we didn't have like, you know, pictures and like Instagram. So, you know, even like on like your off day or whatever, you know, you're wearing whatever T-shirt or something like that, that could be uh, offensive to something or somebody or a group of people like no one would know. You know, unless they're flipping through like your like family picture book or something like that at the house. Um, how do you think all that all of that now affects, um, you know, I guess, recruiting and, and everything like that, you know, now? Because that's what happened. This guy got caught wearing some shirt from some news network, like far right news network that a lot of people don't agree with. But, um, you know, how, how do you think that's going to affect uh, recruiting in the college game today? You're talking about wearing a T-shirt uh, far far wing channel? Yeah, yeah, for the far right like news uh yeah. news network. Yeah, oh I see it now. Um yeah, I see that. Um it affects it a lot. It affects it a lot because you gotta think about it. Um with everything going on, it's everything's everything's up under the microscope, man, to where it magnifies yeah. it a thousandfold. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like every you can't step left without somebody knowing what you did. And I think it's like, you know, what, you know, you make that whole statement, what is privacy now? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, 
You, you can try to keep so much things up on the wrap, but at the end of the day, it's going to come out. It's going to come out because of all this technology and, you know, you know, everybody got to sell some type of media stuff. You need to sell yeah. whatever news sell. That's all they're going to, and all they're gonna, you know, pub. You know, they don't want to pub things that people are doing in in the community that they're doing positive and stuff like that. They want to pub everything negative. Yeah, I hear you, man. Yeah, it's it's uh, it is. It's fucking wild right now. A lot of the stuff that's happening and the way the media is portraying stuff. Um, do you think like a? I mean, would this even be an idea? Do you think like some of these players even going to like a HBCUs instead of like these big football programs? Or you know what like. Again, I would think that if they do, it's going to have to be not just a few guys. It's going to have to be that whole big decision of all these top, you know, top 50 kids. And to be honest with you, majority of them, uh, over 60% of them are minorities. Yeah. Or a little more than 50% of them. That's uh, 56% of minorities. So, it's just going to be real crazy. But then you look at the whole thing when they pass that new rule where they can pay you for your likeness. Yeah, like now. So yeah. that's going to be one of them like, well, if I go to you know, HBCU, now they're not on TV, so I ain't going to get paid as much for my likeness because of you know the contract with the TV that all these big-name Power 5 school has. Yeah. You know what I mean? But my thing is – if that does happen and these kids sit and say, hey, I'm going to go to HBCU school and stuff like that, then you're going to see everything decline. In the next two to two to five years, two, three to five years maybe, you'll see a lot of things that if it picks up if that happens. But, you know, again, that's a big if. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. I, feel, I mean, it does. It's going to take more than just, you know, a couple of the guys. It's going to take a lot more. I know Mello, Mello was on – was on TV, I think, on TNT or something uh, last week, talking about, you know, some of the uh, high school basketball players. You know, they should consider going to um, HBCUs um, and stuff like that. But yeah. you, you make that's, a good point, man. That's the what whole... he said. He, 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 he's mentioning, but you got to ask yourself what you would have done. It. You know what I mean? Yeah. What you would have done it because Melo went to Syracuse. Yeah, he's not, and he won, and he won his freshman year. He won, a, he won a national championship. So you know what I mean? Like, what you have done, what you would have done it if you given the opportunity now, what you would have done it? Yeah. Don't sit and say we're gonna do it just because of everything going on. Don't don't do it because of certain things. Do it because this is something you feel and be passionate about. Yeah, it's a good point. I mean. I would hope that they're that they're passionate about it now if that's something that they decide to do. You know what I mean? But it's it, it's tough. It's tough to turn down uh the TV time. It's it, it's tough to turn down, you know, the exposure um like that. But I, I don't know. I mean, if they're that good, do you not think the exposure would follow them or does, that's not really how it works? Um I mean, you'll get some reporters there, but you won't get that camera crew. You know what I mean? Yeah. Again, they they already invested so much into into these Power Five schools. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. things are already set up for that. That's wild. I don't know. I, I I I personally, I'd like to see you know kind of things change a little bit, but it is tough. Um, I would really- love to see a change. I would love to see a change like that to where 
you see schools like that get get an opportunity to get showcased. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like FAMU, Bethune Cookman, a lot of those other ones just on TV. And we get to see a lot more of their talent as well. It would be yeah, it'd be wild. But you're right, man. Money money talks. Like these T V contracts, um and you know, that they have with the schools and everything like that. It's gonna it's gonna be tough to start changing things. Um, like, you know, and, and talking about those T V contracts real quick, do you think UCF should get bumped up to like another uh a big a bigger conference? Um I think with what things are going on and stuff like that, they you know, over the years they've proven themselves, you know. I'm not gonna go into a whole lot of details, but um what happened in the last few years, yes, yes. Because, you know, with everything, the groundwork been laid by all the coaches who came through UCF and stuff like that, with Kruzak, O'Leary, especially, you know what I mean, O'Leary, who set a very much so precedent when he came in with that mentality of not just winning. He wanted to make sure everybody get an education and stuff like that. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And Frost came in to, to help with a whole lot. And that was a pretty good thing. And Nia Hyde was here, so we'll see. I mean, are they, you, you know, you think they're headed in the right direction? I, you know what? If if we can get somebody, like, a coach that's not just looking for the next big thing, mm-hmm. we it, yes. Like, kind of like using UCF as a stepping stone like to – um, yes, like yeah, try to get to a bigger school. I understand that most coaches, when they take certain opportunities, they do it not just for money and stuff like that. They do have personal reasons they're doing. Like I understood Frost situation to where no coach in America would have got a like a deal in a you know stuff like the deal he got. Like he had an opportunity to bring his whole coaching staff, not just coaching mm-hmm. staff. He had an opportunity to bring. Recruiting staff, he had everything, you know, screen code, everything. He had opportunities to revamp the whole program, you know, inside out. So you can't beat that. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. I mean, beat if you that. got a chance to bring, yeah, to bring in your whole crew. I mean, I, I, I'll, I'll admit, obviously, the talent's getting better. The, you know, the recruiting's getting better. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know if I, if, if I want to say that you know, I'd still put them up there because, I, you know, Florida is Florida, you know, and, and you, you're going to have those big three, you know, the the Florida State, uh, UF, and Miami. Um, but, what you know, like, what, what's the big deal? How come we can't get, like, a UCF versus UF um, rivalry game? I know they were trying to do that, but it fell through or something like that. I'm, I'm not sure what happened. You know, or even, like, uh, Florida State, you know, coming down or whatever meetings – you know, I don't know, in between somewhere. What 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 what's going on with that? How come that's not kinda happening? With what Florida what UCF and who? Yeah, yeah, like I mean Florida, like UF and UCF or just UCF and any oh, other big it, other it, big three schools. It's just a whole lot. You gotta understand. UCF is in a in a conference to where they conference they got how many teams in their conference? You oh, know yeah. it's about the conference games. If they got eight teams in a conference and they have to play you gotta play all eight of these teams. You know what I mean? Because you got a what's it, East and the West. It's like you got to play all eight of these teams. 
And then it's like, okay, we only get three games. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you how do you kind of try to schedule that in? Yeah, yeah, it's just hard to schedule that stuff out. I mean, they make a lot of money. I mean, I because I, I thought that was that, that there was some deal, I, and I'm gonna have to look back. You know, my fault for even bringing it up without uh, 100% knowing how it ended up. But I know they were in talks with a uh, UF and UCF supposedly to try to play at the uh, at Camping World Stadium or something like that. I mean, it was in the talks with that. There but was, um, they, but they wanted they wanted I think they wanted UCF to go to go up to the swamp and Florida didn't want it. And Florida didn't want to come here. Oh, I mean, I don't blame them. No, nah, I'm kidding, bro. <laughs> so you know, they, they didn't want to come here and stuff like that. But it's like you know, it's like a give and take. If we giving you something, you, you know, I mean, you got to give us something too. Yeah, I hear you. Um, shit, Doug, you got any uh, you got any advice, man, for 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 any young kids? I mean kind of coming up like how, how much different is it that much different now than when you were you know kind of coming up in the ranks what, what, yeah it's, it's very much so different i mean you know when i was coming up you was all you was too determined to not to succeed to where now they feel these kids heads up before they even get into high school you know you get kids in sixth seventh grade oh i got an offer what you got a what? Yeah. <laughs> you got an offer? Bro, you, well, you even got a high school credit. You got an offer. What is your grades looking like? Because, you know, you know, just like I know, high school, well, elementary and middle school, you ain't really doing a, that much. They yeah, don't no. find a way to pass you. So it's like, oh, come on. Because, you know, just like I know, at the end of the day, you you got a lot of guys who's great great athletes, but can they focus and really like stand strong on just making it? You know what I mean? Doing what it takes to get there, other than things being given to them. You know what I mean? So yeah. at the end of the day, like if it gets to a point, we need to see how these kids can really respond. You know, just competition. I mean, there's a lot of stuff given to a lot of kids to where they get these national rankings. How do you get a national ranking? If I'm from Florida and another kid in California, how do you know if he's better than me? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> he can be in a lower division. I can be in a harder division. I can be in an uh, easy division. He can be in a harder division. You know what I'm saying? Like, how do you get these, you know, how do you get these rankings? It's all about word of mouth, this person saying this, and this guy getting coverage. Like, come on. If I pay somebody... Fifty thousand dollars to sit here and go cover my son a full year. Guess what? He's gonna be a, a four or five star kid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now, can my son play football? Yes. You know, is he is he the best in the world? No, I can't know. He's not. But again, this is what it all this all come down to. Like, like I've seen a whole lot of kids to where I look at them and then when I go to speaking engagements and go talk to certain programs, stuff like that. I'm like, that's the kid that's supposed to be great or five-star? Yeah, we need, to, we need to minus that by four and a half stars. Yeah. Matter of fact, let's do six. He's a minus one. <laughs> but, you know, you can't do that because now 
you're putting down the kids and they're feeling like I'm bullying them or you're doing this and that. You know what I mean? It's like just all you got you gotta play these this little game they going on. So again, that's why I stay away from it. So I tell kids wanna work with me, understand I keep it a hundred. Yeah. And I'm not gonna sugarcoat anything. Not with sugarcoat with me, so I, I'm not gonna sugarcoat with them. Well, honestly, I couldn't think of uh, of a better role model for a kid right now to have, you know what I mean, than, than someone like you to work with, to be honest with you, just because you do keep it real with everybody. And, 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 and it took a tremendous amount of work to, to do the things that you did, man. You know what I mean? Like fifth round pick, right, from the Raiders. And I'm talking about you had an eight-year solid career in the NFL. Like, you know, coming coming out of UCF, a small school. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I I would if if I were an up and coming high school prospect, I would listen to what you got to say. Well, <laughs> hey, you know, it's it's that crazy thing. You're in that one percentile of getting the opportunity to make it. You know what I mean? And not just make it. You're you you last it for more than one year. Exactly. You know, what's what's that? What? How can you last? You know, that was a question I always asked. The veterans was always on my team. How do you last for 5, 10, 12, 15 years? You know, and then you see they work at it. It was like, my God, I see why. You know, they just had that they, – they were just – they had that drive. What do, um, what are you doing now, man? What's going on with the uh, uh, with the I foundation you got going on and everything? Go ahead. I still have my foundation. We're at, at risk, young men. We we started a seven on seven football team where we travel. You know, we do college tours and stuff like that. We take them to camps and stuff. You know, we do so much. And I also help out my brother at Olympia. You know, so I come out. So it just, you know, me still trying to do as much as I can by giving back. Yeah, I hear you, man. That's awesome. That's, that's. I mean, that's the way to do it. You know, yes, sir. you were put in a, you were blessed to be put in that position, and now it's great to see, it's great to see you giving back. I mean, I'm, I'm following you on, on, on Instagram and Facebook, so I'm seeing you take these trips. I know you were in Houston just recently. How was that? Yeah, I went to, uh, went to go. Uh... Uh, help my nephew, you know, he's going into his junior year and he wanted to do some technique work and stuff like that. When I got out there, we would start working and some of his teammates came out, so I had the opportunity to work with them and, you know, kind of critique certain things they was doing. And they was real excited about that. And, you know, they've been asking me to come back. And it's like, well, you know, I'm, I will try to make time because I know for a fact I'll be – visiting a few times and then I will go I'm going to see UCL play Houston you know this year if we can get this thing all together nice shit man I don't know you got any shout outs anyone you want to uh anyone you want to say hi to or hey, anything man. you want to plug real quick <laughs> no not at all you know me <laughs> hey everybody keep living let's keep yeah. keep fighting let's keep living I mean and and can I ask you, I mean, how, how do you feel about this stuff going on? Like just the social 
social injustices, you know what I mean? Like the police reform, anything. I mean, do you have any, any, any quick thoughts on, on, on that at all? Or no, you know, no, I don't because I can't side one way or another. You know what I mean? Because it's always a whole thing to where it's always one bad apples will mess up a bunch, man. And you, you, you get, you get that person to where it's either, it's on both sides. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, and the thing about it is we so much now focus on color than focus on the, the crime that's been committed. You know what I mean? Hmm. To where it, it's, it's, it's been a lot of killing to where, quote unquote, is minorities. But you've seen some, you know, you've seen some Caucasian people also out here getting killed. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody's getting killed killed by the cops. Yeah, that's not getting publicized, but you're also getting cops getting killed by, you know, looters. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So you're getting that that both. My thing is, you know, we need to make sure we hold the standards on like humanity. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we're not holding, we're not holding that, that against like, we out here killing each other, you know, not, and not saying white or black or Asian, whatever. We out here killing humans, killing humans. But you can get, you can you can go out here and you know abuse a dog and get twenty years. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like you telling me, so animal life is more valuable than a human's life. Uh, bro, don't even don't even get me started. We uh, my boy hey. Ross and I <laughs> had this. Uh, I, I, it was maybe like the maybe four or five podcasts before this one. Um, you know, and I always use the, I always use Michael Vick, unfortunately, as that example, like, yo, you know, number one, honestly, it, it wasn't even him that did anything to be honest with you, but people are, are too blind. Like you said, it was, the fact property, that, it was his property. So they, they, they crucified him because of being his property. Yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, he loses prime years of his career. He lose more than prime years. He lost a hundred million dollars. Yeah, <laughs> even one hundred. And then you know, and then you know, you're right. And then you got on the other hand, you know, somebody or or I'll use uh, I'll use that 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 kid from like the Duke University or whatever that like raped that girl. My man got like six months in jail. Yeah, I got probation. Probation. Oh Jesus, he and even worked. Yeah, uh, what was like ten years or something like that. It, it, all I know is. <laughs> The uh, the priorities, you know, you, you, you bring up a great point, you know, pr- prioritizing human life in this country, like it's something's happened. Yes, it's just some more than happening, man. That's why I say we this is that's what we need to fix. That's what we need to fix. We don't need like you. We sit here and wants to do this and that. And I understand I'm all for whatever. But come on, man. Let's let's think about humanity right now because right now we just we're not even valuing the life. Yeah, we value we're not valuing your life. We value the animal's life is more valuable than the human life. Hmm. How do you sleep at night knowing that you just took a life? I can't I can't I can't imagine that. Think about it. Like a lot of people, we go out here and go fishing, right? Yeah. You know, the pet store, they have fish as animals. So we go out here and do that, and we, we fry. We clean it and we fry. 
right? We have we don't think about that. But how do you go out here and kill a human life and not think about that? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like how do you, how, that's not it's, it's not the same. It's not the same. It's a problem, man. It's a it's a it's something that hopefully we'll start to see start to change a little bit anyways. And I, I, you know, I don't know, like, you know, these guys are talking about not playing the NBA, you know, sitting out some of the players, some of the guys are talking about playing. How do you, you know, and not just because of this, but also because of uh, the coronavirus. I mean, is that, is that going to affect college football a lot? I mean, my, but my thing is, do we, do we got to sit here and live in fear for the rest of our life? Like, you know, these guys who say that they don't want to, they're not, they're going to sit out the remainder of whatever basketball season. It's like, but you guys out here in gyms playing basketball. Yeah. Some of them. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Like you just, you're, you're doing something you love. You're, you're entertaining. You're, you're entertaining. You know, like if you want to do whatever protests and this and that, okay, great. Do what you feel because you have freedom of speech. Go ahead. But when when the lights come on and you have to do a job, do your job. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's why, like, do whatever you got. Take a knee, do whatever, uh, whatever. You know, but when a job, when, when you out here doing your job and you give me 110% in that job that I'm paying you for, then, hey, great. But now you're sitting saying you know you don't you don't want to do your job, yeah. Like <laughs> that don't make sense. That don't make sense. Like when you go to work, they tell oh well you, you can't come in with a white paper. What? This is you know what I mean? Yeah. When you, you come into work, do not say hey to me because you know I don't want to hear you say hey. Well, you can't stop me from saying that. You know what I mean? But you can't do a job. You pay me to do this job. Uh, keep filing paperwork. I'm gonna come in and be the best filing guy or secretary you got. Yeah. But I like to speak and stuff like that. That's just me. That's just, funny. I just think it's different with a whole lot when I look at when I look at it and I'll be thinking outside the box about all that stuff. I'm like, kind of weird to me. Yeah. Well, I mean, but you, it, it's also you know you you lived that life. You know, you were a pro too, and. You know, you had to deal with situations where you either got to remain like professional, you know what I mean, or you got to just you know do whatever it is that you got to do. Um, I just think it's it, it is it's just crazy the like now the times that we live in now. I think how much how much has changed and how different you know it is from twenty years ago. Um, it, it's just I you know and and how much power I think the athlete has. You know I think that maybe they're starting to maybe realize that a little more. So, you know, hopefully I hope it changes things for the positive, you know what I mean? In whatever direction they decide to go in. But, uh, but, I, but, but yeah, we'll see. I mean, only, only time will tell, man. I, I mean, I have no idea. You live that life. Yeah. <laughs> I we'll, did not. <laughs> we'll see it, man. That's why I say I'm here. I'm going to keep my thoughts to myself. Yeah. I feel you. I feel you, my man Doug. I can't, I can't thank you enough, man. <laughs> oh, anytime, brother. Like I cannot thank you enough for this. I, uh, I'm trying to think. I, I hope I covered everything I wanted to. I don't know. I don't think I missed any, uh, any of your accomplishments. 
because uh, when I go back to look at it, man, like I said, I can't believe that you're 57 on that crappy list because it's like, Ugh, yeah, this is wild. I can't name. I can't name 50 other UCF athletes. Man, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Now, if we, I, if we, like, if we had a big <laughs> program, like you know, Florida State, Miami, Florida, Alabama, stuff like, like, okay, we don't have a problem with that. But you know, like, come on, man, like Jesus yeah. Christ, <laughs> you know, I, you know, I helped made a difference at the program. You did. You put. I'm, I'm telling you, man. I, I said you know, it. Like I Dante said, even, but even with Dante, like I still yeah. don't understand. Like if Dante ever on any list, Dante always got to be number one. Yeah. He's had to be number one because without Dante, who else did we have before anything? Dante put yourself on the map. Yeah. He That's all I remember. The map. So why would you rank anybody higher than Dante? I'm telling you, I, I remember – Look, it's you, it's Sante Culpepper, it's you, it's Asante Samuel, Brandon Marshall, you know, Matt Prater, you know, like I said, I mean, those, you know, Mike Sims Walker, like now, you know, just recently, but that's it, man. I can't really think of, I, I can't imagine, you know, 40 other dudes. Ahead. That's what I'm saying, like, like <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm even thinking about other sports, like, what other sports? Bro, I'm telling you, there's nobody. There's, you got robbed on this list, and I don't. Know. <laughs> well, I, I got more than robbed. I don't know how they. I don't even know how they put that out. It, it was it, a jack it, move, huh? They got me, bro. It's it's the craziest list I've seen, and I'm telling you right now, I I can't. I don't know how it happened. I don't know how it happened. Doug Gabriel should be top ten, UCF knights. You know, whatever college athletes, UCF male athletes. You should be in the top ten. Hands down. That's it. Oh, you know who? You know, I'm an honorable mention, my boy, because I went to high school with him. But I, I think he only played like one one year there. And it might have been before you got there. I'm not sure. But my boy, Chad Mascot. Shout out to Chad. Chad Mascot. Right. <laughs> Chad Mascot. That's it. I went to school yeah. with him. That's it. We went to high school together. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You know, he they back in Osceola now. Yeah, him. I know I know Willie Green's back there. All of them coaching. Transfer uh, from IMG to uh, um, back to uh, Marcella. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I got it. Uh, it's gonna be that's gonna be some that's gonna be something to see. I can't wait to see that. I got to um, I got to talk to my boy because I still got. I, I mean, I'm, you might know him by his last name, but my buddy Cayenne Scipio, his uh, his uh, his his Scipio? older cousin. Yeah, Bobby Scipio's his older cousin. Yeah, but uh, he's yeah he's doing um he still coaches I think for St. Cloud High, um Cayenne does, but I think they're gonna start doing something for uh for like a high school podcast or something like that for sports that I saw for football, just uh just with those schools. I'm gonna ask them, but but I, I'm gonna keep you posted on all that because yeah, do that. It's uh it's it's I I still got some connects there, man. I I could, I could we we got to go catch some games out there because uh there's some serious Friday night games. Oh, it's gonna be a lot that I want to see. I want to see. So I got you, but um, man, Doug, again, like, thank you so much for doing this, bro. Like, I, I hate, I, I feel like I, I bother people, you know, or I bother you if I ask you to, like, hey, can I ask you questions about stuff? But um, you know, you're the man, bro. <laughs> I appreciate, I appreciate it, bro. No, thanks. Um, and yeah, if everybody else just uh, 
tune in. Uh, stay tuned for, you know, another episode of Saul's Life coming up soon, maybe in a couple of days. I got to get everything together. Um, but don't forget to check out the page on Facebook, Saul's Life, and check out all the other podcasts on there. Um, again, you know, my man, Doug Gabriel, thank you for being on here with me tonight. And, uh, and yeah, man, have a good one, bro. I'll talk to you later. We'll get up. We'll figure something right, out for, uh, for the next couple of days. I'll see you though. All right. Yeah. All right, bro. Bye.